of the Straight People, recording live in my husband's basement. Uh, <laughs> this is the podcast for straight people by queer people, because straight people don't have what? Enough. They don't have enough. They make all the laws. They decide every little bit of every bit of our lives. And quite frankly, we're fucking sick of it. But in the meantime, we're going to do this cute little podcast, you know, just to keep you guys happy, I guess. Um, in the studio or uh, in, the ba- in the basement today. Uh, is hilarious comedian and good friend of the podcast, Minori Hines. Hello, Minori. Hello. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for doing the pod. Yeah. Um, now, Minori, you've listened to the podcast. You're a fan of the pod, right? Yes. So you know the situation, right? We just get right into it. Yeah. We're just, we get straight to the point if we're going to use that <laughs> vernacular. Yeah. Um, so, Minori, how do you identify? I am queer. You're queer? I'm uh, genderqueer. Uh, and then I guess my sexuality which it's weird to even have that as an identity that we yeah. even talk about but um i guess i'm pan if i have to identify as anything yeah um but yeah yeah that's such an Asheville, north carolina answer <laughs> jesus <laughs> it's like i don't even like pronouns yeah, right she says all that and then she has a boyfriend but anyway, i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah. I'm no but that's that's no i like that though because it's better than just being like well i'm straight because yeah. you're not you yeah. know what i mean not yeah. even close i thought know? i was gonna come here and you know start dating women or trans people but then yeah. i found like the straightest most cis white boy <laughs> <laughs> At least he's funny. That's yes. where we put that there. I yeah. love Ryan, though. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Um, before, I, feel, I feel like before you all dated, I used to have him. He was one of the co-producers of one of my shows. Yes. Super nice guy. Super funny. Yeah. Got, got the jokes. Yep. B-King, um, bling, bling, shout And out. I love to see him get mad. Like, he doesn't get mad very often, but when he does, it's like, it's the comical kind of, like, straight guy mad where they're like, blah, blah, blah. and yep. then immediately, like, apologetic. Like, I'm so sorry you had to yeah. see that. Yep. <laughs> I, I get it because I'm kind of like that too. Yeah, so I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm the same way. If I do get mad, it's like not It's cute. not pretty. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Not cute. Yeah. Okay, so Minori, uh, let's talk about. So you are, you genderqueer and sexual identity pan. Right. Okay, so let's talk about little Minori. Little, little men, if you want to call it. Little Minori, oh you're, you're a child. Uh-huh. You don't know. Because when you're born, you don't know straight yeah. or gay. Yeah. So you have to figure out what gay is, in my opinion. Like, right. you don't know what straight is until you know what gay is, right? Right. So what's your first earliest memory, your access memory to queerness? Well, in Japan, it's interesting because I feel like it is more traditional and more tra- transgressive Yeah. in terms of gender stuff because it's, it's more traditional in that it's very binary mm-hmm. and... It, the patriarchy is very strong, like women are secondary, but it's more, I feel like it's more progressive, transgressive in that I grew up watching like trans and queer personalities on TV. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the representation wasn't really there in the States unless you were watching, like you were seeking it out. Yeah. You know, like I came to the States in 94 and it was like a big deal with Will and Grace and Ellen and stuff, you know? Yeah. Whereas, at least in Japan, they were like, you knew that there were these gay characters. But it was also kind of like they were the butt of jokes and stuff, too. Yeah, so it was obviously kind of problematic. Because like I, I think but. about, like, uh, especially in anime, when they depict a queer person. Yes. It's like, it's always very stereotypically kind of right. effeminate. Right. And um, I'm, I'm watching one now where they, there's a character... That I swear to God, it's like Brent Star. It's just Brent, <laughs> fucking Star in this like a, like superhero kind of anime, 
And um, <laughs> it's actually more progressive because it's like it's a modern. Right. So it, the character is sort of like in on the joke a little bit more than what you normally see. Right. But um, that's interesting. And the, like uh, uh, growing up, the the stuff that we would see in the States, like they had a show called, uh, it was called G-Force or Battle of the Planets. Mm-hmm. And the main bad guy was trans. Wow. And the way they wrote, the way you watched it in America was it was his sister. So sometimes he'd be male presenting. Right. And sometimes he'd be female female presenting. And what we watched growing up was it was there was oh the the bad guy Zoltar and his sisters Zoltan <laughs> yeah. or whatever I don't yeah. even remember, but then later I watched like the dub versions and I was like oh no no wait it's just the same person yeah but this character it's comes from a planet where they sometimes present male sometimes present female right. and that's just written into the story like oh yeah yeah now it is they are the bad guy and they're right. the butt of a lot of jokes right. because of it. Um, but yeah, that's like the f- most probably like that's the first trans character without even knowing I saw it. that was the right. first trans character I ever yeah. saw. Yeah, and now that you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, there's like Ranma, Danba one half or whatever, yeah. you know, the, the anime where like he turns into a a woman based on like hot or co- cold water. I yeah. forget. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, that was like some depiction of transness, but it was very like sexualized. I don't yeah. know. It was like some horny guy drawing it, but whereas like. In America, it was like we had Pat on SNL, right? Where it was like, oh, uh, what? Uh, we don't know what they are. Yeah, and that's and that's weird. And it was like a butt of jokes. Pat, you know? The movie. Have you ever seen the movie? Oh my god, I, I can't mean, believe that exists. It's, it's well, but <laughs> it's it's trying to. I, I think my my view. What's the, what's the woman's name who is I the forget. actress Julia yeah. something? Oh yeah, but uh, Sweeney. I, yeah, yeah. I, my thing. My thought is like she's it's like before a, a clear understanding of what gender by non-binary is right. to the general public right that's what pat was but it was all played for like the squeamishness that straight people and cisgender people feel around trans people where what you're presenting doesn't match with what my perception right. of you is and right and yeah, yeah. yeah and that's like it gets to some like existential stuff of like what what people are comfortable with and connecting with, you know, because like other otherness, there needs to be a level of otherness and difference for there yeah. to be like comedy, you know? Yeah. But there's also like needs to be connection too. Yeah. So well, yeah. Well, it's just the same joke too over and over and over again. And in a scenario like yeah. that, it's just <laughs> well, yeah, the that, totally. same joke. Yeah. Um, but I do remember Dave Foley played the, I can't remember what it was, Pat and then whatever their part, Chris. It was, oh, tr- yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, do, I do remember being like, this oh is, God. yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, I'm sure revisiting that movie would just be like 100% yeah. cringe all the way through. Yeah. Okay, so you moved to the States. Yeah. Uh, how old were you? I was nine. Nine? Yeah. Um, well, besides the, uh, the, the presentation of like queerness and, and transness, what were what was the biggest culture shock for you? Like, let's pivot away from sexuality for a second. I'm just curious is um, to be a nine year old, and where did you move from? Into I moved from like um, Kobe in Japan, um, uh, which is like in the Kansai area for the J heads. Um, but it's it's uh, I went from there straight to Newport Beach, which is in Orange County, yeah. and so. Newport Beach, as I joke about in my act, is very racist yeah. and very white. And like one town over in Irvine was so Asian. I'm like, ah, I was so close. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but um, it was the racism was the biggest culture shock, yeah. you know. And the whole thing with 
my mom moving me here is she remarried my stepdad who is an American white guy and she experienced a lot of sexism in Japan and so she was yeah. like I really don't want my daughter to go through what I went through kind of ironic thinking about what we're going through with Roe versus uh, Wade yeah, right, right now yeah. but um yeah she was just like you'll have a better life it'll be less uphill battles as a woman being yeah. here you know but I'm just like but it's offset by like you know the racism I feel like yeah. it's offset by the racism yeah. and whatever other shit but um yeah I don't know I mean I obviously I'm like I can't I don't say I regret it moving here <clears throat> because it is my life and so yeah, I'm like right. it's where I'm at well but. like at nine years old you could have made the def informed decision of right like, which is gonna be worse sexism or racism <laughs> yeah hmm, let me ponder for a moment right? yeah um so uh in terms of your pansexuality um do you find uh do you have you had romantic relationships with men and women, like dating relationships? Well, or? that's the thing is like, I've never been able to like realize my ideals of relationships and sexuality because yeah. it's like, I just feel like hemmed in by society and just like the structure of the yeah. relationships I end up getting into. But um, yeah, I feel like, you know, deep down at the core of my being i'm like a relationship anarchist i'm an anarchist so i just yeah. feel like everyone should just be free yeah like you know we all used to be like indigenous people whatever i guess they're not all necessarily free they have the parameters of their cultures or whatever but you know like other cultures have more genders yeah. like the you know two-spirit for example or whatever yeah. which i always related to more than the binary which exists here in, and in japan so mm -hmm. but yeah the pansexual stuff i mean i wish you know, we, we all lived in a world where we could all be free to do whatever, but it's just like, I do feel like, um, when I was younger, I, I thought like, yeah, everyone wants to sleep with everyone. That's why wouldn't they, you know? And then yeah. I was like, oh, some people really are like as straight as they say they are, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Absolutely. I just, am all skeptical. Like the same way people are skeptical about people being gay i'm like that about people being straight i'm like right. sure you're straight uh-huh yeah you know because it's you're by until proven otherwise yeah to me opinion. because it's like so many people have come out to me in my life yeah. over the years so and i've seen that progression of how they come to terms with it you know they come out maybe they're bi and then they are like actually i'm gay or whatever, yeah. you know well in the states too i feel like uh in, in western and at least in the united states i don't know about all western culture but i think that there's a a stigma around like deep same-sex non-sexual relationships mm -hmm. so like non-toxic male friendships right. and things like that yeah and i think in other countries sort of like maybe some of that bisexuality fulfillment might be just your bi-romantic and you have a you have your bestie and right. and you can express love to your bestie on a deeper level than you can to just regular Absolutely. other same-sex people, but maybe not to the full degree of like, you know, full penetration. Right. right. Um, which yeah. Like, you know, it's like, it's like, if you're gonna start the game, finish it. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> um, but I think that that's something too. It's like, I think that, especially like when I look at like Gen Z a little bit more, that they seem to be a little bit more in, in lines of being more open to being bi, but also like just, not being quite so toxically masculine to each, right. each other or competitively female with each other. Right. Or just being like, I'm going to explore, yeah, you know, exactly. and just exactly. being like, I'm queer. I don't know, yeah. you know, and letting it be that. And I think that's kind of cool because, 
Yeah, and, and when I was younger, I used to think everyone wanted to have open relationships because I'm like, yeah, who wants to be in a committed thing? That sounds so yeah. hard. And like you <laughs> sleep with one person and you just hang out with them all the time. Um, but then I realized, you know, di dyadicness, like whether you want to be in a monogamous relationship or not, is also like a spectrum too. And some people, that's really how they're wired and that's really what they like. They're penguins, you know, and they yeah. want to be like that for oh, life. Absolutely. And I'm that more one. power to them. <laughs> more I mean, power I, to you. I was interested in open relationships when I was younger, but then the practicality of that yeah, is just living yeah, together, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I can I mean, only I manage, I can only manage one heart at a time. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I, my joke is that the only way I'd ever bring a third into my relationship is if that person knew where they wanted to eat all the time. Because then we'd finally, like, then, you know, that's the only the thing unicorn. that pain's not perfect about. It's like, I gotta, I'm gotta name 30 restaurants. Every, like, anytime we go to eat, I'm like, what about this place and this place yeah. and this place and this and place? And then you're like so hungry yeah. by the time you're trying well, to Well, it's decide. always the first place I named, anyways. I'm like, why are we doing this? Why are we, why must we go through this fucking, this? The sham every single time yeah. when it's going to be the first place I name. Why can't I just name the first place? Yeah. We just go there. Um, yeah. But that well, wouldn't be, that wouldn't be That'd be, be too love. simple. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I just, with like the sexuality identity thing, I just think if we had more, less like heteronormative enforcement via culture and whatever, yeah. the policing and all the yes. history of it, you know, then we would have more freedom to have romantic whatever you know what i mean yeah. just like different types of love like you're talking well, about we, that's we would, not the definitions necessarily sexual of like, or... yeah like what does it mean to be straight that's what i think is most right. interesting too is that that's what we're pulling at the threads of, of of heterosexual like what does it mean to be fully and completely a straight person yeah um is different than even when I started this podcast three years ago, right. in my opinion. Well, now, some some people might go, oh, no, it's yeah. exactly the same. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> well, well yeah. just even with the laws that they've changed recently. Absolutely. What to be a straight woman in, in the United States means a completely different thing than it did three days ago. Yeah. You know, or and, just a woman in general. But right. just like the, the idea of that your primary sexual partners are people that could get you pregnant. Right. Like, yeah. you're living the most dangerous life that I can think of right now. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? It is. Yeah. It's yeah. scary. It's it very is. scary. It's messed up. Yeah. yeah. And Darkest it, timeline. We live in the darkest timeline. I know. It is so <laughs> twisted right now. And then we're trying to be clowns. It's just so strange. But, like, yeah. Well, we're supposed to be the ones who, I mean, depending on who you, who you talk to, it's right. like we're either supposed to be holding the mirror up or, you know, here's a break uh, for yeah. a few minutes uh, from... Yeah the crushing uh, uh, weight of reality, yeah, you know? Uh, the harrowing yeah, uh, yeah. nightmare. Oh, I mean, it's it's true. And I'm watching people get on stage trying to talk about it, Yeah. but then they have nothing to say, like, the, yeah. other than that they're upset. And it's yeah. like, yeah, well, we're all upset. Yeah. What's the finer point there? What's the, do you have a, do you have a, do you have an idea that will, like, that we, like a, a thing that we can all kind of hinge onto and go, yeah, this, yeah. this ideal here, yeah. or, can you make this funny? Yeah. Can you say something that will take the sting out of it, even for a second? Yeah. And I think that's what, I think that they're, like, I, my listening for listening to straight guys get up and talk about it is very small. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, totally. very, like, yeah. oh, your hot take on Roe v. Wade? Oh, the thing that barely <laughs> affects you? Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd have to be a real funny-ass take. Uh, that's yeah. kind of the thing. I don't. Yeah. I haven't heard one yet. But it's like, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I'm like a social sciences person, so I'm like, yeah, sexuality is a construct. You know, like, the reason why people, the way that, the, like, sexual identity even became a thing that people could 
have as part of their identity is like it started as a bourgeois thing because yeah. they were rich and they had the time to reflect yeah. on their sexual identity, yeah. you know? So it's like... Well, it's like gay as a concept didn't exist until like right. the 18th century or the 17th, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and even in modern terms, uh, we're st- like we're still defining things. Like, right. You know, we, we make up words in our society... And then try to police people like they've existed the whole time. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? yes, <laughs> like, and it's like the the whole way that part of what I don't like about that part of why I identify as queer is because I, heteronormativity hemor, he, heteronormativity is oppressive. Yeah, and so I, it's just me being like, "Fuck you! I yeah, don't yeah. like this, and don't put it on me because that's part of why I think people are repressed and then they abuse people and blah blah blah." You know, yeah. and so. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I wish we had more freedom to be who we truly are. And then there would be less violence related to this stuff, you know? Absolutely. Anyways. No, I get it. And (laughs) it's sort of like sometimes I'll hear, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, there'll be straight people. And I've, and I've had this in Atlanta, not in the, not in the comedy community, but um, in the kind of like performance, like the queer performers in Atlanta especially when I used to work on this thing called the Big Gay Game Show a while ago for Lost and Found. It mm. used to be like their oh, primary yeah, yeah. Fun- It was like their primary fundraiser. Oh, wow. And so it was like this monthly show we did every year. And some of the people there were straight and they identified as queer. Mm. So they were, they were you know, heterosexual uh, in, in their sexual identity, right. but in their like political identity and right. their gender identity and in the communities they occurred in, they were queer because they weren't just regular straight people. They, right. Their whole life was kind of like super adjacent to queerness yeah and, and then people then queer people were like no 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 <laughs> and i was like yeah i love that because like you're not straight you to the straightest straight person the one who really hates gay people yeah you're just as bad as we are exactly and 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 all the progress that queer people have made has been because of straight people like that does yeah. that make sense like yeah. our numbers aren't Legion totally. like that, though I, you see well, some, you yeah. see some of the studies now, and it's like well, they're talking yeah, about like one in six thing. people identify as something well, yeah, other than straight. Yeah, like, we're almost like on every basketball team. Do you know well, what I'm saying? Well, like when we get to one in five, thing, right? I'm like, this oh. is the propaganda of heteronormativity, just like racism. It's like the construct of race that keeps racism going. It's yeah. like to make whiteness, you had to make it like out of nothing you know what i mean you had to build it so it's the same with straightness you had to build the straightness that's why we see straight propaganda we see the the diamond ring commercial whatever you know and then everyone's like i'm miserable in my straight marriage and you're like okay well there's a disconnect here because there's all these messages saying we're supposed to end up like this but then there's all these jokes about how everyone hates it so i think there's something (laughs) up (laughs) you know right um, I do think that's interesting about whiteness, like that, you know, what we consider modern whiteness is like a collection of ethnicities that used to be seen as other than white, like right. the Italian and Irish, especially the United States. Yeah. And then, but now it's like an overarching, no, 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 no. You're, that's all Western European. You're all white. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I love that because it's like, yeah, that's probably, you know, uh, 200 years ago, all the infighting amongst all those countries, like didn't it didn't occur as a we're the ruling class 
But now where we are and we can look back at history, yeah, yeah, the white people have been the ones fucking ruining it for everybody the whole fucking time. I mean, at least the modern half of history, you know? Well, yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy to me because it's like, that's one of those things where it's like the the longer I'm alive, the more I realize that white people have been the villain of the piece the whole time. Because you're not raised that way. You're not, I I wasn't, you know? And, uh, well, maybe a little bit. My mom is from Chile, so she yeah. definitely was like a... Oh, yeah, um, you're a secret yeah. Latinx guy. I, yeah, I mean, well, I'm the worst kind of Lat- Latino, a white Latino. It's like white asparagus. <laughs> yeah. Yuck. You know what <laughs> you I mean? light-colored eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I think we've done a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah. I think you said the crushing way to horn- heteronormativity. <laughs> so I think you've recovered the first half of yeah. it. Okay, so it's all propaganda. Now you race, said you said you watch RuPaul's straight. Drag Race, but you don't watch it all the time. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't have Paramount Plus or Disney. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna still do this. Yeah, and I'm gonna see if you can guess any of these. Okay, I'm gonna give you a couple. Okay. okay. Oh god. So this is a quote. Somebody said something, and you just tell me what drag queen it was. Oh my god. Is it gonna this be, is we'll hard. Do a, okay. Let me, let me do the let me do the ones that I think are okay. I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> well, she said it more like I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> I don't know the, okay. the little tiny like Asian bald one from the first season. Oh no, not Angina. Uh, not Angina. Uh, okay. Not Angina, but I know who you're talking about. Okay. Shout out to Angina. Yeah. She's a listener. Yeah. Um, what about cute. back rolls? No, no, wait, wait. Back rolls. Back rolls. <laughs> Is that Ginger Minge? I don't no, know. That's a really good. Okay, that's Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love long walks on the beach, big dicks, and fried chicken. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's the last one. I, I mean, who wouldn't? Love, I know, I right? Mean, the, 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 Everybody. I, a message I can get behind. I know. Um, Jesus. That was GGB. Okay. But, <laughs> okay. So, okay. So you're not straight. So this is going to be, you're just going to answer from an anthropological, sociological Perfect. kind of that's standpoint. That's my undergrad degree. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're so fucking astral. Yeah, You're I so am. You're so fucking funny. The most useless Well, I, politically identify as <laughs> gender. I know. So stupid. I'm sorry. No, I love in it. Advance. I love it. It's like sometimes people are just like exactly who you expect them to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> what is the straightest brand of clothing? When you think about straight people just clothed. Tommy Hilfiger? Okay. I, I like it. Know. It's um, also just racist, too. Is it? Yeah. Like, remember Oprah asked him to, like, get off her show? <laughs> he was like, my clothes are for white people or whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> I never, I Ironic, mean, though. Anytime I see anybody wearing any of that, I'm like, mm. Yeah. Go back to Dillard's where you belong. <laughs> Go back to Belt. Okay. Uh, uh, straight music. What's the straightest kind of music? Straight music. I don't know. Vampire Weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't, couldn't even think of a Vampire Weekend song, so that's probably correct. Yeah. Okay. Straight. The straightest sport. Um. The straightest sport. I mean, so many of them have s- such strong homoerotic undertones. So that's why I'm asking for the straightest. One. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. Oh God. <laughs> I'm like everything has balls. Everything is like penetration, pretty much, right? and ass slapping. <laughs> um. Okay, what well, maybe the luge? Luge. <laughs> so a dick-shaped tube <laughs> going down a giant national. crevice. <laughs> yeah, it okay. is going down a crevice. What about um? Oh, God. What about? No, I'm, you're, I'm not supposed to help. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My natural. Yeah, you're being help. so helpful. Um, what about uh curling? Curling. Yeah, that's oh, one yeah. where they scrub. Yeah, that seems. It's pretty straight. Yeah, that seems pretty straight. Yeah. 
Okay. Hockey is um, pretty straight, I guess. They're they're like uh, toxic Will masculinity. Will Foskey would love to hear that she just described <laughs> it as toxic masculinity. They like punch each other. <laughs> it's very unloving. Mm, well, no, but they wear those big um, loose blouses. <laughs> Every time I see anyone wearing a hockey jersey, you remember Conrad Romberic? I yes. shout out Conrad. Con- I miss him. He's in Utah. Is he? What? Um, we miss you. He, uh, every time I see him wearing his hockey jersey, I go, I love your sports blouse. <laughs> Where'd you get that sports blouse? <laughs> um, why do you straight men love cargo shorts so much? Um, I don't know. They're hiding their pocket pussy. In the <laughs> <hung> in the- <laughs> I don't know. Um, why do you straight men draw dicks on everything? Um, cause they're secretly gay. Secretly gay. Why do, <laughs> why don't lesbians draw pussies and everything? Um, they, they probably do. They just are like tactful about no, it. No, if that was a thing, we'd all know about it. We would all see yeah. it in the, yeah. yeah we the only one who terms. did that was Georgia O'Keefe. She's the only one. <laughs> um, why do straight men piss in Gatorade bottles? Uh, why do Gatorade bottles, they do that? You don't know? Um, Wow, that's disgusting. Um, If you ever see a Gatorade bottle in a straight man's room. What is that thing that like the country kids were doing where they would like put their stuff into a jar and then smell it? No, I don't know. It was like, oh God, it's so gross. But anyways, (laughs) the kids know. (laughs) The kids no, it's disgusting, but I was like gonna try to make a joke about that, but couldn't couldn't remember what it's called. All right, so now now we're we're getting into uh, you probably won't like this because it's a very binary game, <laughs> but it's a game I play, and so you have to tell me. Just I'm gonna say a word. You tell me if it's gay or straight, or bi, <laughs> okay. or pan. Oh my god! That. Okay. Okay. Or if it's queer or straight, I don't understand. Okay, paintball. Straight. Uh, laser tag. Gay. Just sounds gay, right? Yeah. Football. American football. Gay. A flag football. Uh, straight for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Because they won't. They don't want to touch each other's bodies. So yeah. This little strip of cloth instead. <laughs> uh, a fast pitch softball. Uh, gay. Uh, roller skating. Gay. Roller blading. Gay. Uh, cross stitch. Gay. Needlepoint. Gay. Um, she thinks everything's gay, everybody. Uh, bucket hats. Uh, straight. Straight, okay. Tiny top hats. Gay. Okay. Um, <laughs> like I'm wearing a regular top hat and then it's like, take that one off and there's a tiny top hat. Okay, Lemonade. <laughs> Not the album, the beverage. Oh, okay, straight. Straight. Uh, Lemonade, the album. Gay. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Uh, straight. Okay. Uh, buffets. Straight. French toast. Gay. Avocado toast. Gay. Champagne toast. Uh, like tink. No, oh, not a. Oh, okay. okay yeah, uh, I got you there. Either way. Okay. Either. Oh, bye. Okay. Fine. Yeah, bye. Bye, player's choice. Uh, cowboy boots. Uh, straight. I actually have cowboy boats written down. Is what I have written here. I don't even have. <laughs> I just noticed gay. that. Cow, a cowboy boat. Um, poodles. Mm, gay. French bulldogs. Straight. Uh, mountain climbing. Straight. Social climbing. Straight. Curtains. Gay. Drapes. <laughs> Gay, I guess. Blinds. Straight. Crepes. Gay. Silver dollar pancakes. Straight. Okay. Um, silver dollar pancake nipples. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> uh, biscuits. Straight. Beignets. Gay. Tableside guacamole. 
uh, straight. I think it was invented by gay people, though. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's a straight thing. The gay person was like, wait till they get a load of this. <laughs> Give me an avocado. Watch this. Okay. Um, all right. So we are, my final question. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, tell everyone where they can find, find you. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram. That's my most, whatever, engaged social. Uh, it is buffoonery. It's a pun of my name. B-U-F-F-O-O-N-O-R-I. And then I think my Twitter is MX Minori, but I'm not very active on there. I'm sorry. Um, Twitter freaks me out. And then I have a Facebook page under my name that you can go, go you're ahead not, you're and not click on TikTok? like. I was on TikTok, and you know what? I feel so stupid because I had like this one joke, like COVID joke on there. Uh-huh. And it, I had gotten some traction off of it, had some couple thousand followers. And then... Um, George Floyd protests happened and they were like blocking the location and I was oh, trying to be weird. all noble and be like, oh, fuck you, China, yeah. TikTok, whatever yeah. weird interference with our racial justice <laughs> movement, you know? Yeah. So I was like all, you know, protesting them by deleting it and now I'm like, oh, it was like the one I wasn't supposed to delete. Okay, cool. <laughs> I feel dumb, but I'm, you know, I have some clips and stuff, so I'm going to try to do some of that. All right. But well, yeah. you heard it first here. Minori <laughs> is a sellout. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, thank you for doing the podcast. Yeah, You're thanks awesome. for having me. She's super funny. If you ever get a chance to see her, please do, because she's one of my favorites. And I will definitely That's get you so some flattering. booking soon. Thank girl. you. You're one of my favorites. Uh, so it was, I'm happy I got to finally right. do this pod. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode. Uh, check us out. We're back to doing weekly episodes. We're part of the Helium Podcast Network. So check out all of their podcasts at heliumpresents.com slash something. I don't know. And uh, I probably should know that, right? Uh, <laughs> and if you like this podcast, please do a rating of us on Apple Podcasts. I ask that at the end of every episode, and I've yet to get a single one. <laughs> I'm going to go I have it. some. I do have some. They're good. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it matters for some reason. And yeah. uh, uh, I know it's if you're, if you're in the United States and you can hear this podcast, I know it's a scary time. Uh, but you know what? It, we gotta we gotta keep fighting. There, there's never a time if you're somebody who's queer or you're an other person in the United States and you're a part of the majority, you have to fight. And I know it's tiring, uh, but it's worth it. And, and yeah, and you can't fight when your nervous system's all activated. So relax it with some yeah. laughter. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's the pod. That's it. Thanks. Yay! Yay! Bye. Thanks for having me. Absolutely.